things. I was about to say, you, you glitched a little bit, so turn off all your hey, shit. Hey, Google, turn off the living room TV. That's how Got we it. start. Turning off the TV. Now she's going to have to get a credit. Worst. She's going to have to get a credit on this You're going to have to credit Miss Google. Miss Google. Uh, yeah, I have to remind you every time we do this to turn off your devices. You're like the old ladies I had to talk to you on that one show that I won't mention. That's a really big daytime talk show that a lot of people watch about therapy with a guy that's bald. Just get, I'm not going to say his get name. Fager. Yeah. What else? <laughs> uh, some people call him uh, Mr. Pill. Okay. Um, yep. <laughs> I, you know what? I know how the internet works. It's just been a long week. It's been a long day. I know. Um, I know. So, Dagny, it is um, the end of Pride Month. Yes. We're recording on a on a Monday, which means yesterday. Congratulations. Yesterday was the last Sunday of Pride Month, which is uh, mm-hmm. I'm only telling you this just because it's a roundabout way of telling you that I am a little bit hungover, and that's fine. Ah, uh, that's fine. Yes. But I went on vacation this weekend, so I'm also just tired in general. Oh, but, no. Yeah. Uh, my vacation leads into what I want to talk about. So do you want to introduce the show before I mean, we get into sure. it? I mean, sure. All right. Good morning, <laughs> good afternoon, good evening, and good night. No matter when you're listening, welcome to The Poptimist, a pop culture breakdown show focused on optimism. I'm Billy. I'm one of your hosts. The other host is my sister. What's her name? My name's Dagny. Oh, hi, Dagny. It's nice to hear from you. It's so so nice to hear from you on a a, a Monday on a Monday evening. evening. <laughs> I was actually going to tell you that the the bar we went to last night is in uh, Silver Lake, Los Feliz. Who knows wherever it was? It's the Black Cat, and they have a historical yes. marker out front for being the first recognized as the first place of LGBTQ resistance in the United States. Uh, a good That's three amazing. years before Stonewall. Um, yeah, yeah. Did you know that I knew that? Did you? Only because of your Instagram story yesterday. Oh, because I was trying to educate the children, um, and you educated me. Yeah, and then I your younger sister. It's a, it's a, it's not a gay bar anymore. But actually, a lot of different people have owned it since it was a gay bar. And the current owners, even though it's not a gay bar, they changed the name back to the Black Cat. It didn't have that oh, name yeah. for a while. It was the Black Cat back when it was a gay bar. And inside, even though it was all outdoor dining yesterday, but inside they have pictures of the riot and the uprising, like in the restaurant, which is very cool. That's really cool. I should go there. Anybody in LA, check out the Black Cat. It's great. So I know you want to talk Sounds about your fun. thing, Dagny, but we have mm-hmm. a ton of announcements, which is crazy. Oh, right. I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do that. <laughs> you can... Because uh, I know that I was the one that proposed the day for the live show, and I forgot already. July something. It is July 18th. 18th I'm guessing it is July Hell 18th. Yeah. Good Look job, at me. Bill. Uh, the the Poptimist is going to have a live show uh, streaming on Bright. So Bright Live is the streaming platform. It's going to be July 18th at 5 p.m. West Coast time, and tickets are a grand total of the expensive price of five whole dollars. That's right. Five dollars. You can come hang out with me and Dagny. You can ask questions during the show. You can ask questions of our guests, whoever they are. Um, and you can see before and after we start recording for a little bit of behind the scenes nonsense. We're going to talk about how we put the show together, how we started making a podcast in in the pandemic where, without being able to see anyone in person. Um, and then mostly just get to interact with you guys. I think that'll be a ton of fun. Yes. Everybody join on July, uh, July 18th. You are doing great. Um, and follower, hey, I worked all day. Um, also, <laughs> if you to be reminded of that day, I'm sure we will be posting quite a bit on our social medias and also the Poptimist yep. Instagram. So follow that. 
for updates. Um, other cool news? Was there other yeah. updates that I didn't know about? Well, I, I'm almost positive that our episode of franchiseography is this Friday. Um, so that is the episode we did with Scott Corelli, who was on about a few weeks back, and Nick Jimenez. Mm-hmm. It's where Dagny and I talked for two and a half hours about X-Men X2. Um, it's yeah. wild. I talk about having uh, 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 wanting Brian Cox to pistol whip me. It's a whole thing. But uh, listen yeah. listen to Franchiseography this Friday, uh, the X2 episode to hear me and Dagny. Um, and then this is just... You, you know, you know what I do with myself. You got to plug your own shit. August 12th, <laughs> August 12th, Billy's Big Night Out has another night. Oh, really? Yeah, we'll be back at the, comedy, at the comedy Chateau. Chateau. August 12th, wow. LGBTQ comedians hosted by Billy, stand-up show. It's happening. And then I- Maybe f- I'll make it this time. Yeah, you better fucking make it this time. I swear. <laughs> I don't understand what kind of- I had a funeral to attend, Billy. All right, all right. <laughs> Dead relatives, Keep whatever. light on the podcast. Whatever. And uh-huh. um, last but not least, uh, uh, I think we should shout out this past week, the first two episodes- of RuPaul's Drag Race, All Stars Six dropped. I know you haven't gotten a chance to watch them yet, but two episodes. Yeah, they dropped two episodes. Surprise! I haven't had spoilers, and I haven't been spoiled that there's two episodes. L- oh Lucky duck. Honestly, I have so much to watch. It's so much fun. I love this cast. It's great. But shout out to okay. Pandora Box, friend of the yes. pod, who is incredible. I'm so happy she's back on the show, and it's so great to watch her. Go buy her merch. Buy her song now, Ridiculous, on iTunes. Go buy Pandora's <laughs> song uh, and watch Drag Race. It's just cool. It's cool that she's on. And that's yeah. uh, that's the four things I wanted to talk about before we talk about those the are, other things. That was a lot of announcements. I know. July um, 18th, you've all you've got a bunch of dates. This Friday, Franchiseography. July 18th, Poptimus Live. <laughs> August 20th, Billy, Billy's Big Night Out. August 12th. Who knows where I'm at? Thank you, Dagny, for your patience. No, that was great because I would have absolutely forgotten to do all of that by the end of the episode. <laughs> Um, so I'm glad we got it done right at the top, everybody. Now we can talk all things pop culture. Anyway, my trip, I went to Laguna Beach. It was lovely. Um, got a break from work. It was my two-year anniversary. Thank you. Thank you so much. Wow. Um, really, I know you are really intimidated with your 11 years. Um, 12 in <laughs> January, years. baby. I know. Um, but I saw, to me, a celebrity. Um, <laughs> okay. I... I, when I tell you that I haven't been this starstruck, maybe ever, uh, and you're going to laugh when I tell you what happened. But anyway, it was our last day at Laguna Beach. We were walking around the shops. We were at a crosswalk. John, my boyfriend, he gripped my arm and he said, look behind you in the orange shirt. And I was like, what? And I looked around and I, my heart stopped. It was Ryan from BuzzFeed Unsolved. <laughs> <laughs> Is he the cute one? <laughs> They're both cute. He's the okay. he's the Asian one, the very very cute. He's shorter. Shane is very lanky and like not as he's he's cute. But Ryan believes in ghosts, so he's my guy. And then <laughs> Shane is John's guy. Um, and he was in a bright orange. If anybody knows me, I love the color orange. It's yes. my favorite color. Yes, it's... it's part of my personality. Okay. Anyway, Correct. John was like, "We have to say something because if you think I was fangirling over this." John was like so excited to see this person. And we did. We went on to him and we were like, hey man, I just want to let you know we really, really enjoy the show. John was on Cloud Nine the rest of the day. That is all to say that I just briefly, because we did we did a lot of introduction or in announcements, but excuse me if my brain just shuts down at some point. But right now I want to talk about YouTube. Um 
not necessarily unsolved mysteries, but just mystery channels, uh, okay. which I think we've talked about a bit in the past. Yeah. But specifically BuzzFeed Unsolved with Shane and Ryan, they're on their last season yep. and they're just a delight. They're I, very, they're funny while also dealing respectfully with very dark content. Respectfully. Yes. Um, and then the other YouTuber I wanted to talk about, Billy, I think I mentioned it. I've never said her name, but Bailey Sarian. Yeah, you who have. Who does makeup. Yeah. I don't think I've ever said her name, but I do watch it when I don't know what else to watch. I watch Bailey Sarian put on makeup for 45 minutes and talk about a mystery. She does murder, mystery, makeup, Monday, something like that. Yeah. And uh, she's really, she's very articulate, way more articulative than I am That's right not now, a word, but, but you're crushing it, Dagny. You're doing <laughs> great. not? Our articulate. Wow. I've been up since 6 a.m. Um, she is very articulate and does very good research, in my opinion. Um, I promise I'm not drunk. I feel like Billy's looking at me like I have been drinking a lot. I'm just very tired. Anyway, I'll let you talk now, Billy. Well, no, but, I love. So, yeah, she's great. I but watched, Bailey I watched, is great. I watched her one about um, Scott Daybell and Lori Vallow, who uh, uh, murdered Lori's mm-hmm. children. This is really fun and optimistic for everyone. Um, really as part of their like it. new wave Christian cult, which I love. I love all that. Um, I watch because Hunter Kennedy on the episode he did of uh, Poptimist, mm-hmm. he mentioned a, a, a Northern Irish YouTuber. Uh, the channel's called That Chapter, and he just does a case every couple days. And I, I started watching it. And now my YouTube recommendations are only true crime, horrible, horrible murder. Uh, yeah, same. Uh, Today, when I was doing my my day job, my other job in front of the computer where I don't really have to pay attention, so I play videos in the background, um, I was watching, who's the guy? He's the Gone Girl guy from 2004. Lacey Peterson, Scott Peterson. I went down a rabbit hole of people who think (laughs) Scott Peterson is maybe innocent, which is wild because uh, Nancy Grace said he did it. And I believe Nancy Grace all the time. <laughs> I don't don't listen to her. That's very bad information. That's great. Oh, I mean, I love true crime. I love all these YouTube channels. Yeah. I it's, it's just she. You wouldn't expect it to be as well done as it is when somebody says, "Oh yeah, she puts on makeup and talks about murder," but it is very well done, and she does a lot of research yeah. on these yeah. and talks for forty five minutes straight just about these different murders, and it's very captivating. <laughs> Um, and I love that she doesn't talk about the product. She puts like the list of what makeup she uses and the details because um, she's too focused on the murder. But I did. The one I watched, I really liked at one point. She's like, I know I haven't done my makeup in like 15 minutes, but there's a lot of moving pieces. It's fun. There's a few times, that, a few episodes where she does her makeup too quickly. And she's like, I guess I'm just going to talk the rest of the time because <laughs> she finishes it too fast. <gasps> Oh, it's good. It's good stuff. A weird mix, but pleasing for the Mm -hmm. ears and eyes. And I recommend it on YouTube. Well, Dagny, after our last episode, uh, I went and I immediately got off recording and went and watched a little movie on Disney Plus because you had read uh, an article that had uh, that was headlined (laughs) Calamari by your name. Calamari by your name. I saw Disney (laughs) and Pixar's Luca. And I, it's exceptional. I really, really, really liked it. I thought it was fantastic. Now, a lot of people are talking about, is it queer coded? Is there a lot of, of gay subtext? Is it a story about growing up queer? Um, And yeah, it is. Um, (laughs) It just is. It a (laughs) hundred percent. Sorry. It is. Um, And uh, it's correct that that is never explicitly stated, but it's also correct that straight people aren't allowed to have an opinion. So just as long (laughs) as we're all on the same page with that 
Um, but no, it's it's charming. It's sweet. It's nice. really well done. Um, and also it's gay as hell. And I I, I, <laughs> I don't want to give any spoilers away, but probably for like the first like 45 minutes, I was like, I'm just projecting. I'm just making this gay in my head, which is a national pastime for me. I love doing that. And then there's uh, something that happens. And I was like, oh, no, this is gay on purpose. I, it's not in my head. It's gay on purpose. Um, so watch mm-hmm. Luca uh, if you and tell me if you like it. But I hope you do because it's very good and very cute. Um, and also they're fish. And that's that. Um, yeah, I do want to watch it. Um, and I, all I need is your boyfriend's Disney Plus login and I will watch it. I beg your pardon? And then I'll watch Loki and I'll watch everything else <laughs> on Disney Plus. <laughs> um, cool. Well, we, I think, are, are you... Are you ready to introduce our guest? Shall we bring in our Yeah, because if, if we don't bring in the guest, I will just turn this into an episode of me going beat by beat, scene by scene about why Luca is gay. And I don't think, <laughs> I, I think more people need to see it. Maybe in six months or so, we can have that episode. We'll do a scene breakdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But the, there's like yeah, internalized yeah. homophobia. You get it. Okay. <laughs> I'm Hold very on. excited for our guest today. Um, she's a lovely human being. Uh, I've known her for a few years. She's got a phenomenal podcast, a couple at this point. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, why do I keep doing this? I keep telling myself to not do the gender binary introduction, and then I do the gender binary introduction every time. You double down on I it, too. I do, twice. <laughs> Welcome to the show. It's Elizabeth Nordenholt. Meow, 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 meow. Hello. Hello. Welcome, Liz. Welcome. This is, honestly, as I was introducing you, because I am in Koreatown in Los Angeles, as I was introducing <laughs> you, fireworks were just going off illegally like a couple blocks away. So I'm, that was for you. That was the intro. Spectac- yeah, they knew. They knew. Spectacular. <laughs> they were like, got to give her an intro. How Perfect. are you How are you doing on this fine evening, Miss Nordenholt? Uh, I'm also a sleepy girl. So, mm-hmm. you know, we can just be sleepy teams. We're all sleepy girls together. It's fine. I know how to rally. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of being sleepy and rallying, you know what would help with this? Cocaine. And I only bring this up because uh-huh. they're sponsoring this episode. Because the show's <laughs> episode brought to you by cocaine. No, because I've, I've started taking the LA Metro again. And yesterday I was coming home oh. from work and this man sat down in the seat in front of me and I had headphones in and he leans over close to me and he like started talking to me. And I was like, sorry, I took my headphones out. So I was like, I don't want to talk to you, sir. I just, it's the Met- LA Metro. Yeah, it's the Metro. Head- I don't, I'm not yeah. going to talk to no, you. No, no, no. I'm here to listen to other people's podcasts preparing for my own podcast. And I took uh-huh. my earbud out and I was like, yeah, what? What's up? And he was like, he was like, I'm gonna smoke some cocaine. And that was the exact phrase he used was I'm gonna smoke some cocaine. And I was like, great. I was like, okay, no, thank you. And he was like, no, no, no. I just, I just want you to know that that's what I'm doing. And I was like, okay, thank you, sir. (laughs) And then I put my, I put my earbud back in and he turned his, so that no one else else could see him except for me. Cause I was in the back of the train car and he put his face against the seat and he lit a little pipe. He said cocaine, but I think it's crack. I don't know. I don't know what it was. Cause he's, you don't, not supposed to smoke the cocaine, but he smoked the cocaine. He did a little hit and then he put his mask back up and then we uh, got off at the same stop. And I was like, okay, sir. <laughs> I, you know, this is just how, you know, nature is healing, yes. right? There's people doing drugs on the LA Metro again, mm-hmm. like not at all discreetly. <laughs> Oh, I saw I saw a man That's the other day. <laughs> I saw a man the other day full on go through without paying, just like go through the barricade without paying uh-huh. in the eyes of two LAPD officers. And they just were like, not they just didn't have the energy to like say anything. And he just walked right past him. It's like L.A.'s back, oh, baby. My God. 
Yeah, uh, one of my friends uh, posted an overheard in LA thing the other day that was just, is Pamela Anderson still alive being hot somewhere? Can we drive there? Like, <laughs> nature is healing, y'all. We're back. LA is we're back. back. People, people were trying to tell me LA was never going to be the same city after the pandemic. They were wrong. <laughs> No. Oh my Go to Laguna Beach. Exactly not a, a mask in sight. People, you wouldn't believe that there was ever a pandemic no, in that, that city. I was like, and yeah. I was going to try it. Yeah, thing, I feel like we're back. The theme song of Laguna Beach, but I don't know it. Oops. I Is there a theme song? Because they had a TV show. Oh. Huh. I don't know it. <laughs> um, I don't know her. Uh, but <laughs> I think I would like to know what Liz brought in for us today. Heck yes. Okay, I went back and forth between a couple of things, and then I realized this is either going to be like, I feel like this is either going to be a thing you're both like, I have no idea, like I have no, <laughs> I've never interacted with this before, um, beyond like cursory interactions, or you're going to be like, fuck yeah, let's get into this. Um, and I have elected to bring to you the television show Cobra Kai, <laughs> reboot of the Karate Kid. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. So we have briefly, okay. <laughs> we briefly talked about Cobra Kai a few months ago. Amazing. Great. Um, okay. So, so yeah, I think I'll, it was Samantha Hale, right? Yes, which I'm very glad we did because now I'm familiar with it enough to have a conversation <laughs> about Cobra Kai because I've seen the first Karate Kid and I think that might be mm -hmm. all, but when we touched on it, it was literally... I think Samantha was like, oh, and I've been watching this and it's super fun. And yeah, it was like in the middle of a list of much. like 18 things. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh you yeah. guys, it's, it's cool. So it's I'm ready to break it down. Yes. Oh, um, so what I know about Cobra Kai is <laughs> the basic premise, which we'll get into uh, in a second. Right. <laughs> um, uh, the fact that it was a YouTube series that then Netflix bought. Am I crazy? Mm -hmm. Okay. No, that's correct. Okay. That's correct. Yeah. And then cool. a few months ago, uh, I went to my dentist's office and my dentist <laughs> has a TV screen in every like dentist chair room in every like individual room. Sure. And uh, every mm -hmm. time I go in there, they just have some Netflix series playing until it says, are you still watching this? And they say, yes, I am. And then it keeps going. And the last time mm -hmm. I went there, it was uh, Sugar Rush and nailed it. And I was like, this is a dentist's office. This feels inappropriate to be looking at spun sugar. Interesting choice. Yes. But the most recent time... <laughs> It was Cobra Kai. So I have seen three Amazing. episodes of season <laughs> unknown, probably season one, maybe season two of Cobra Kai, but uh, okay. uh, no sound with subtitles while laying back in a chair and looking down my nose to watch it. So I am a little Great. bit familiar now and I did Great. like what okay. I saw. This is like maybe the right level of, of familiarity you really you really need because I was I was late to the Cobra Kai party. Um, mm. I had some friends who when it because it's a Karate Kid reboot. We should maybe just say that yes. in yeah. case people don't know. Because um, maybe they don't. I don't know. It's a Karate Kid reboot. Um, and I, I had <laughs> I had friends who, when uh, it was on YouTube, because the whole season like dropped on like the YouTube Red. Yep. So they did like mm -hmm. the seven day free trial just to like watch it and see how it was. And I remember a lot of people being like, "Oh, it was actually really good. Like, yes. I, I really enjoyed it." And I was like, okay, but I'm like bad at TV and uh, I don't have like Karate Kid wasn't super central to like my childhood. Like it was there. I've, I'd seen it. It had been like Same. a decade and it wasn't like I didn't have strong nostalgia attached to it. Yes. So I was like, okay, cool. And then when it got over to Netflix, a bunch of my other friends got into it. 
And I was just like, okay, maybe, maybe I have to do this. And then this is the stupidest part of the story. Um, I, I feel like I need to leave it in. So when everything locked down, my friends and I started like on Sunday nights, instead of going to bar quiz, which is what we usually do, we started playing D and D and eventually that pivoted into a vampire, the masquerade game that we're doing an LA based game. Okay. And one of the guys in my care in our group decided he's like, you know what? I'm going to play a, a vampire who was like in the original Cobra Kai dojo, like during the era of the Karate Kid, like one of like the background guys. Like that's just his character. <laughs> um, it's just like a guy from from Cobra Kai, and so we did have a whole session at the All Valley uh, Karate Championship. Obviously, yes. so yes. fun. Um, this is the same game where one of my partners and I are playing frazier and niles but vampires um, that, hold on hold on that is hilarious it was oh, it's, it's really i want good. that show it's really good can you, it's real dumb yeah can you just imagine like niles like with a, a corpse and he's just getting blood on things he cares about and he's freaking out trying because he's got a date and he's got to get the blood off of things oh my god it'd be brilliant i am i, I am mean, happy we're getting frazier back but i would i would prefer that it would be vampires oh, wait, we- i uh i you will be happy to know i am playing the niles Good. character oh, good, and good, good, good. i have in fact gotten to role play that it's it's very good uh the the my ex-wife based on maris has shown up uh it's great she's a she's a ghoul working for a, another vampire who's also a plastic surgeon so it's been like our dm just like saw what we were doing he's like yeah i'm gonna run with this man i was like oh my Thank god you. that's Thanks amazing you. Danny, yeah, did you so say frazier is coming back I keep talking about rebooting it. Frasier was the other thing I considered bringing to you all, but I realized I needed to sing Cobra Kai's praises. That's so. fair. I mean, Frasier, you can't go wrong. Frasier is, um, I don't know if that's secret knowledge. I think it's just, been, it's been rumored, but I, I had confirmation through somebody else that it was a thing that is going to happen eventually for sure. What if we- I am in a Frasier shitposting group and I do think... <laughs> I have seen something about that being like, yeah. it's definitely happening. And it's we're happening. all like, I, or what if, what sure. if we just had breaking news on Poptimus? Dagny just, Dagny, <laughs> Dagny just broke 17 NDAs and. Frasier reboot. <laughs> it's not an NDA that I'm under right now. So, so it's, it's fine. You're fine. It's fine. It's fine. Going, so going fine. back Great. a few episodes, Dagny, the director of the live action Mulan, what was her address again? <laughs> Billy, we don't need to worry about that. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, well, so Cobra Kai. Uh, so, um, Cobra Kai, and I yeah. want to say too, when it was on YouTube, I had an acquaintance uh, uh, who I met through a job, and then I started following her on Twitter because she's hilarious on Twitter. Who was like mm-hmm. screaming, like I know this doesn't make sense, but on YouTube, yeah, it shouldn't. Yes, yes. She was like, <laughs> on YouTube, there is a a Karate Kid reboot slash sequel following the bad guy from the original karate kid as a washed up adult it is a youtube series and the way she described it too it made me feel like like the actors were funding it like it was like low budget and then and she was like and it's so fucking good and then all of a sudden netflix was like here it is here it is we're starting with three seasons it was like you pulled it off you managed to Mm -hmm. get it picked up yeah it's truly like an example of a piece of media that is greater than the sum of its parts like there's no reason it should be as good as it is but you're just like fuck yeah we should we should watch this and so like the reason i eventually did it was because i had a fellow vampire in my game who was clearly ripping from it um and uh one of my partners in that game is british so he'd never really seen the karate kid because that wasn't so much a thing over there for him so he's like mm-hmm. he was like you know what let's watch the karate kid and then do cobra kai i was like yeah i want to get these references too let's do it and we watched it we're like 
this is so good because it's like <laughs> I think the first season I don't know if it was just the actors funding it I know both um William Zabka and Ralph Macchio are both like executive producers yeah. on it mm-hmm. um I'm not sure I, but like the first season you do get the sense they were just kind of like what if we rebooted the Karate Kid yeah we've still got residuals from it we could you know yeah and it's <laughs> like like and maybe if it's good enough someone will pick it up but at least we'll have the first season yeah but it's it's wild because um yeah so like yeah the gist is like you start off it's like johnny is a washed up adult um meanwhile you know danny larusso is like this hugely successful car salesman um and that's it's very struck me at the dentist office watching it because he works (laughs) he works at one of those horrible car dealerships in van nuys yes yes that i was literally at earlier today dropping off my partner so he could get maintenance done on his car (laughs) now every time i drive by i'm like larusso dealership is right over here i I, Um, it's hilarious to me how how hardcore it is set in the valley uh everything it's amazing and then just like i i need you to know they film like basically everything on location too like there's one scene Mm -hmm. where william zabka is driving down ventura boulevard and i can see like (laughs) the ralph that's around the corner for me in the background because like Mm -hmm. i so i i live like right where karate kid is set i live like right on that like encino Reseda tarzana border Um, (laughs) and, and so i'm like i'm like they'll go to like Johnny's apartment. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I've driven by that complex. Like, it's I've in been in that apartment. Yeah, exactly. So our um, our friend uh, Samantha Hale, she's a comedian, and when she briefly talked about it on this show, she now does a. She'll sometimes do a bit on her stand up where she talks about. She goes, "I live in Winnetka," and she goes, "and and Johnny in Karobrakai said I just drove all the way from Winnetka. That's where I live. No one's ever mentioned it on TV before. <laughs> yeah, it's like this real, like it's this whole, it's this thing I love about stuff that's filmed and set in LA and like when it's actually filmed here. Because yep. like if yeah. you're from LA, you're like I know exactly where that was. Mm-hmm. Like I, I've I've been there and like there I'll just be like watching Cobra Kai. I'm like I think I've been in that bar. Like <laughs> yep. yes. I, I think I've been there. <laughs> it's amazing but yeah so what happens is it's okay this is the other thing i love about cobra kai it's basically a soap opera yeah. but like <laughs> it's it's so soapy because it's like there's this kid who like lives across the hall from you know johnny's apartment so johnny like takes him under his wing to teach him karate after he gets like beat up by some kids meanwhile mm-hmm. johnny has an estranged son who like gets in close with Danny and like Danny starts being the father figure to the estranged son. And Danny or Danny has a daughter who's like the same age as these two boys. And she like dates both of them at different times. And then like (laughs) Johnny reopens Cobra Kai to like, you know, and he starts out teaching like kind of like the nerds at school. Mm -hmm. And then it gets like really deep into like the Cobra Kai, like no mercy thing. And so like in retaliation, Danny opens up Miyagi-Do dojo to like teach the Mr. Miyagi style karate and there's like these rival karate schools and then crease shows back up and he just like shoots a whole like toxic load of shit into cobra kai because he's like i was the original master of cobra kai i'm the original sensei i'm a vietnam war vet with ptsd and i'm here to fuck up all these children and um eventually he kicks johnny out of his dojo so johnny has to go start uh i think it's called eagle fang that's hilarious name yeah, oh so God. there's like these three rival 
karate schools in the valley um, and <laughs> shit escalates so much more than it like it, it escalates wildly like yeah. it goes from like kids just like you know brawling on the street to like there's a giant ass uh, mall fight which rules is it like a mall uh, food court and they just like it's like eight kids all doing karate against each other. It's amazing. Um, but then it like escalates to like this huge fight at the school where like one kid like breaks his back and is paralyzed. And then like, oh, and oh, then, shit. yeah. And then like the like Cobra Kai's like break into like Danny's house while like, it's just his daughter and her friends there. And they like trash the fucking house. And like it escalates. So where there's like, there was one point I was watching season three. I was like, this girl is about to kill this other girl. They are 16. She is about <laughs> to do a murder over karate <laughs> dojos. I mean, it's that I, I do. I love that. It's, it's so soap opera. Because, drama. Well, yeah, because like the first karate kid there, it, there's something about these eighties teen movies that are like, this is what doing karate is. This is what life is. <laughs> this is, if you want to go to Los Angeles, this is what their dojos are like. And they're having these massive tournaments that are like make or break with like sponsorships. And there's, and it's like, oh, no, they're after school programs. So like, that's, yeah. <laughs> and I love well, the, the idea that the sequel has stakes that are also that ridiculous. It's, yeah, they're apparently the other thing that they do that I love is they get so many people from the original movies back, mm -hmm. like all of the other C Cobra Kai, like like Johnny's friends who you know are like running around beating up Danny in the first one. They all come back at different points. Allie nice. comes back. Um, uh, the gal from Karate Kid Two that Danny falls in love with in Okinawa, and um, the guy shit. who's trying to like kill him, they come back because Danny goes to Okinawa in season three. Uh, like, and uh, apparently for season four, they're bringing back the guy from Karate Kid Three, which I haven't actually seen yet. But he's the one who was like, "What if we take karate and just like make it about what is it? It's it's like about like being a spy or something completely like." <laughs> I don't know. I haven't actually seen Karate Kid 3, but like, it's like, it's one of Kreese's old military buddies. And apparently they're bringing him back in season four. Oh my so God. So shit is only going to, to get season, more off the Season wall. five, Jackie Chan and Jaden Smith. Come on, let's do it's, it. Uh, yeah. I'm, I honestly, at this point, I'm like kind of just waiting for Jaden Smith to make a cameo, just like in a nod. I'm surprised he hasn't already. Oh. Um, like everyone shows back up. Danny's mom is there. Like it's, I was like, did y'all just like all stay in touch or just did you have that good of a time filming the originals where you just like call each other and be like, hey, we're doing another Karate Kid thing. Just, like if you haven't acted in 30 years. Do you want to come back, though? Because everyone said yes. Yeah. It must have been wild. a very nice set that everybody had a good time and good memories. They're like, yeah, let's do it again. Let's have, let's walk down memory lane and make another Karate Kid. Yeah, I I am continually impressed by that. Um, and uh. I had a thought and it left my brain. Uh, because I, so I, I'm realizing now that the clips <laughs> I saw on the dentist were probably season one. Cause there was a lot about the kid. He had the one student and then he beat up his yes. bully on and someone filmed it. And now all the other weird kids came to Cobra Kai to start taking. Yes. Lessons. So that's season yeah. one. That's season one. And there was a and lovely tribute to Robert Ito, mm -hmm. who was the original Mr. Miyagi in an episode I saw. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Uh, is there a Mr. Miyagi in this? Like, did they recast? No, no, no. He's, no, no, no. He's, okay. he's, he yeah. has like a great, okay. they've acknowledged the actor and they've acknowledged the character. Yeah. Yes. No, no, he's nice. Yeah. I like that. Uh, Danny was like 
I guess, inherited from Mr. Miyagi, like his house and all Sorry, the cars Robert, that they do all the stuff at. This is terrible. Robert Ito is the voice of Mr. Miyagi in the Karate Kid cartoon. And I was talking about Pat Morita. <gasps> Someone come punch okay. me in the face. I was like, that doesn't sound right, no, but I'm not good at after names. And I knew so I, know I don't Pat know. Morita. I can't believe I was just like, dirt, 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 forgot his name completely. What a dummy I am. Uh, you're going to be canceled. I know. <laughs> For this, <laughs> this is what you'll be canceled for. Is it? Um, wait, we were about to talk about something about. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, I think I think where I was going is the the other thing with this this show is you're like, how dare you like make me have feelings about Johnny, like the guy who was just like <laughs> oh, yeah. the one note bully. Like you're like rooting for him by the end. You're like, why am I rooting for Johnny? But like you're like, come on, man. Like you could do mm-hmm. it. Like. Just like, don't be a piece of shit. I believe in you because he's doing the thing where he's like trying to get better and trying to get better. And I, uh, yeah, sliding. I do like that he's and still like, a piece of on. shit though. He's definitely still a piece of shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he definitely is. But it's like he's getting like this redemption arc in a like way that's really well earned, which a lot of TV shows do not do good redemption arcs. Correct. But, like, he's working on it. Um, and like some of the kids get really good character growth too. Like there's like this nerdy kid who turns into a total like like jackass punk basically when he joins Cobra Kai and then like is like one of the main like antagonists for a while and then like sees the error of his ways and like a, again a very earned moment and you're like yeah hawk you came back to us <laughs> yeah <laughs> like it's it's great and you're like like I said, um, my my partner and I we watched all of it, and every episode we get done, we'd be like, "Why is this so good?" Yeah, mm-hmm. like <laughs> this because because uh, it's completely predictable too. Like you know what's going to happen, like nothing surprises you. But you're just like <laughs> you're like, but but like it that doesn't ma- that doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah. some it's reason, it's still fun. Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 I, great. Well, and, and that was sick ass karate. In in the episodes we, I've seen, there there is something about the feeling of low budget and the feeling of like, you know, when you watch like a, like a big deal sitcom and like the main characters walking down a busy street in New York <laughs> and you're like, Oh, they green screened that street because they didn't want to deal with extras or release. Mm-hmm. So they're like not actually there. There's something about like shots of Los Angeles where there's cigarette, but cigarette butts on the ground and empty cups mm-hmm. under the cars and, and you know the, the 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 shopping mall was nice in 1986, but it's the same shopping mall, and nothing's been updated since 1986. Uh-huh. And it just feels like you're there a little bit, and it adds to. Yeah. And then you like believe the drama these people are building for themselves, and it gets really ridiculous. I mean, I really feel like I'm there because like you I are. am quite literally there for <laughs> a lot of the scenes. That's so like, like oh, a, yeah, a, a, a completely <laughs> sidebarring it, but like when you're watching. TV show set in LA, the boyfriend has just gotten back into the latest season of Shaws of Sunset. And it just, it drives me nuts that they use all this B-roll of Beverly Hills and then it cuts to their houses and it's like Valley Village or Sherman Oaks. So they're like driving down Ventura. (laughs) And I'm like, why do we keep showing like drone footage of Beverly Hills and then cutting to Moore Park? Like, what are we doing? Um, but yeah, it's, it's that thing where it's like, it's also, you know, you've, I've lived here too long at this point where I just know, mm-hmm. I know where everything is. I, yeah. I live, I live a couple blocks away from little New York, which is three streets in Koreatown where all of the buildings are fairly tall and have stoops. So if you're, oh. if you want to be in New York, but film in Los Angeles, there's three streets in Koreatown you can use and they are closed regularly for filming. I believe yeah. that. Yeah. 
That's a lot of fun. I'm sure they don't cost as much as a studio lot and you can use Koreatown. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I wanted to ask you, uh, Elizabeth, about what do you know about this show and the weird way it came to Netflix? Uh, You know, I don't know much. I'll be super honest. Yeah. Uh, I think, I like I said, I was kind of a late adapter. I kind of got the sense that either YouTube didn't want to keep doing it or they, I mean, like, let's be real. I don't think YouTube Red is a platform most yeah. people use. Yeah. Um, everyone yeah. I know who watched season one when I was on YouTube were like, yeah, I got the seven day trial and then I immediately canceled it when I was <laughs> watching Cobra Kai. So yeah. oh, this uh, is... I don't know if it yeah. just got good reception and so they decided to pitch it to netflix or I don't, yeah, I don't oh know. so i just okay so a little bit of of the fastest research i could have done <laughs> season one was youtube red season two was youtube premium season three was netflix oh, and it okay. sounds like the show okay. did lost its home because uh, you were correct in what you just said youtube uh was not making any money with their scripted Prop, uh, their scripted yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. so they just said we're not going to make scripted television anymore so then it didn't have a place and netflix bought it and it seems like that was a, a brilliant decision and netflix produced choice, yeah. season three and is producing season four and hopefully they don't do that netflix thing where they just cancel it without reason and uh, we'll i hope in. not because hashtag sub- the chilling adventures of sabrina hashtag uh yeah. santa clarita diet hashtag i mean Shira got short changed. Shira too. too. They season. did that to Shira. That was supposed to be two seasons, and that's why at the end you're like, Catra's good now, and I guess that's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I understand why we had to get there narratively, but it did feel a little rushed. Netflix. Oh, Netflix. And yet we'll have what twenty seasons of Thirteen Reasons Why. <laughs> How many seasons are they on now? I think it's they're going on five. Wait, they did. I thought one. I, I thought four was the end. No, they're make. There's a new one coming out. I'm no, certain. last no. I heard there count was it, two. one book. <laughs> one With hugely problematic, chapters. not well liked book adapted into a not well loved one season. That's yeah, now yeah. Had... That's the thing is, I feel like it got that first season got so much criticism. I don't know why they're still making it that's okay there's the the final season five. Oh wait oh no they confirmed it won't be returning next year good this is oh. terrible i hate rooting for things to get canceled so it's, but... it's over okay uh, <laughs> it's over we're done we're it's done. finally we, over yeah. they did the they did the tapes they did the polaroids I, they were running out of objects, retro 13, objects 13 to... out of date <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, they didn't have too many 13, more. Mini discs, CD-ROMs. CDs. What were they going to do? Mini, discs? Remember mini discs or uh, oh yeah, mini discs. Yeah, yeah. and then floppy discs. Beta yeah. tapes. Beta tapes for the end. Beta yeah. tapes. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. The, the canceled fifth season was actually vinyl records. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Only eighties were... kids know beta tapes. <laughs> That's the only show that um uh so Dagny will watch anything, <laughs> and if she starts something, she will finish it. And 13 Reasons Why, the only time where Dagny was like, I'm not going to watch it anymore. And I was like, oh, okay. That's a that's <laughs> a scathing criticism of a show yeah. if I've ever heard one. When when a season, I will never be okay with the ending of this season. I think it was season two. I don't think I went past it. Where there was a school shooter. And the way that they approached this very sensitive topic <laughs> that really needs to be addressed in society was the main character clay goes up to him and he's like hey man maybe don't this isn't you and they put him in a car and they drive him away <laughs> like, what it's not 
And as soon as it happened, I and a lot of some other things in that episode happened that I was like, this is just too, this is absurd. And it's just like out of touch. And I, it's the yeah. only show that I've ever been like, I am actively choosing to not watch not any rude. more of this. Look, just because I, I was like, this is wild. It's oh, okay. Man. It's okay to say no, especially when something like that happens. Yeah. I mean, that was wasn't even the most reason. graphic. That was my 13th reason. That me. I'm sorry. I know nothing about this show. Good. Really reinforcing <laughs> was, my decision to not watch it. No, that don't. was the the darkest joke I could have made, uh, possibly, <laughs> on the, a show about optimism. Um, uh-huh. The next 13 yeah. episodes of Optimist are Daphne's reasons for leaving the show. Yeah. Wow! <laughs> wow! And leaving life. Then we got dark. Okay. There we go. <laughs> now, there it is. now the joke makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Um, tr- uh-huh. trigger warning oh, I guess man. I'm so sorry to everyone I'm so what is happening it's a bit of a trigger warning oh All my right, gosh let's circle back to good Netflix let's shows let's say do you know Just what do you know what do you know what won't have a weird active shooter plot line Cobra Kai Cobra Kai, Cobra Kai. they, no guns. they, they, they don't solve need all it. their problems with their fists it's great yes. <laughs> like one really love. one really sharp bracelet um that's really the, sharp there's one bracelet. sharp bracelet that's yeah. rad uh-huh. I, it's, yeah, all I, fists. I wanted to ask about um, the Karate Kid himself, Ralph Macchio. Yes. Yes. Um, because in in the episode I read the subtitles <laughs> of, uh, it yes. seemed a little bit that um, <laughs> the implication, and this is so funny, the implication was that his success as a teenage Karate Kid gave him so much confidence that he now is like a successful used car salesman. And he's kind of slimy, even though he's a little bit wealthy. Um, and he's kind of uh, 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 not as heroic as he was in The Karate Kid. Is that, am I reading that correctly? Uh, you're you're not far off. Or it's like I, a little sad, so, I guess. It's So uh, that's not a wrong interpretation, but that is not how the show presents it. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and the show presents it so he's like a, a luxury car dealership okay. like it's all like fucking mercedes benzes and shit so why does um, he work on that fucking van nuys boulevard that's terrible i'm so sorry that's that that's where all the cars are <laughs> in the valley and man filming is cheap the there are. filming is cheap um, there correct also also that definitely that um yeah it's it it, it does build build this weird mythology in the show of like yeah that this karate tournament was like this pivotal turning moment for daddy and like <laughs> all of his success is, could sort of be like traced back to it and like his his gimmick for like the car dealership is like yeah we chop the prices in half and then you know we'll, like chop a you know a, a board in half <laughs> you know just like standard bad car iconic uh, yes car dealership stuff yeah so like that's like sort of his gimmick is like yeah i was an all valley karate champion in 1984 and now i'm gonna sell you a car and you're like weird flex but cool but the thing <laughs> is it's like everyone is very like fixated on this like johnny is like i don't know like uh, everything went downhill for me after i lost that karate tournament he could have his own car dealership if this hadn't happened I mean, that's really kind of what he seems to think is that like, you know, everything just went downhill after that. And it's very funny because it gets to a point where like, again, Kreese comes back, who was the original sensei in Mm -hmm. Cobra Kai. um, And he's clearly just off his rocker evil. Like Johnny, (laughs) you're like, this guy can probably be redeemed. Kreese, they're really setting up as just like, there's like, he's too far gone. There's no redemption arc Mm -hmm. for him. 
And it like escalates this point where like Crease is doing things that are like actively illegal and <laughs> harassment and stalking. And God bless Danny LaRusso's wife because she runs the car dealership with him and she spends a lot of it being like, hey, man, I love that you're teaching these kids karate, but like I need you to come run your fucking business with me. <laughs> like leaving and and like it's a whole thing. But like it gets to a point where she's like, hey, this guy is like this crease guy is nuts. And like you and Johnny are over there in like a dick measuring contest the whole time. <laughs> I think and like and they're like Johnny and Danny are always like the way to deal with crease is to fight. And she's like, or we call the fucking cops on the illegal <laughs> shit he does. She is the only person with any sense in the show. And she keeps being like, you guys, it's just karate. It is literally just karate. Everyone calm the down. Voice it, of is, reason. it is not even like the Los Angeles all you know karate tournament is not the southern california karate tournament it is the valley yes right like <laughs> that is like the first tournament you go to of like many before it escalates <laughs> up to you know bigger tournaments yeah but she's like y'all so it's just karate you are all losing your goddamn mind and like a child was literally pushed off a balcony and broke their spine can we can we Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the All Valley Karate Tournament. We got Northridge, we got Reseda, we got Winnetka, we got the West Hills, we even got Encino. No, we don't have Beverly Hills, no, we do not have Glendale, we don't even have Burbank. It Uh, is just... They do have some kids from Topanga Canyon, though. That's dark. Shout out. Yeah, I was like... I was like, deep cut. Deep cut Topanga Canyon. <laughs> Topanga Canyon, yeah. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I guess that's the valley. That's uh, funny. Look at yeah, all these regional jokes. If you're listening to Poptimist anywhere outside of Los Angeles, I don't care. Look at a map of Los Angeles. This is very funny. This is yeah. why I love Cobra Kai, though, is because if you're from LA, there's like this whole other baked in level of appreciation where you're just like, yeah, especially if you live in the valley, you're like, fuck yep. yeah. Like there's like, a karate kid mural down spot. the road from me. So you're just but you're just like, yeah, I've been there. Yep. That's my Ralph's. <laughs> I bought groceries there yesterday. That's what I love. I'm like, that's my Ralph's. Um Yeah, there's what is that show that <laughs> no, sorry. The boyfriend, you can bleep it. How dare um, you? The show I'm sorry on Netflix takes place in the valley yes. and they constantly oh. are driving past places. They're in restaurants. They in have the valley. they have jokes the about like they... vegan restaurants in the valley and they're real restaurants yeah. they're making fun of. Amazing. Um, it's great. Yeah, that's so, yeah, a, that's, if you that's, like, if yeah, you like I'm sorry topical valley time. jokes, mm-hmm. I'm sorry is a very good show because and they that's also shoot show. mostly all on location. I really yeah, that's funny. that's the one. She's the a writer in Hollywood. Yeah, and she's yeah. basically playing herself. It's very fun. And in the opening mm-hmm. titles are her like driving around the valley, like in between work and dropping her daughter off at elementary school. And she's like, like driving with her cereal. knees and eating cereal. And it's like clearly Ventura Boulevard. And I'm sure. like, this is a special brand of person that only exists here. And I love yep. it. <laughs> it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've been working on a BoJack Horseman rewatch podcast. Uh, oh, with a nice. Friend. Nice. And there's a I lot of really show. good niche LA jokes in there. I had forgotten yeah. in like the third episode with the muffins and Neil McBeal, the Navy SEAL, yes. the grocery store. <laughs> that he buys the muffins at is Javon's as in J apostrophe V-O-N-S. <laughs> and that is a joke that only makes sense if you live in Los it's, Angeles and know what a, a John's and a Vons are. Yep. yep. Uh, it's like the most niche LA grocery store joke. And I <laughs> finally caught it and I, I lost my shit. And my friend who I'm doing the podcast with lives in Portland. I was like, Ben, I need you. 
I need, I need, I'm going to explain this joke to you and it's very funny to me, but you will not get it. <laughs> it's like, uh, uh, I, I, uh, I'm waiting for, um, I don't even remember what show it was, but someone made an Erewhon joke. Erewhon? Erewhon. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, well in the second season of You, that's where he goes to get a job. Is Erewhon. Yes. You takes place yes. in, and he gets a job there. Oh, oh my gosh. I really hasn't more, watched oh, you. No. I need more <laughs> jokes about Erewhon though, because I need people outside to understand that there is a grocery store chain in Los Angeles that makes Whole Foods look like the budget grocery store. Um, yes. It is. It, I, I used to work near an Arahuan and I went in there. I, I'm going to say it. I'm going to pronounce the H every time, even though I don't know if you Arahuan. have to. Arahuan. And uh, uh, it was like, they were like, hi, we have a smoothie bar. This one has peanut butter and activated charcoal and it's $24. Like, <laughs> and I just, it's, it was, it was the, like all of the Los Angeles cliches that I love to be like, uh-huh. oh, that's not real. Just like smack you over the face when you go into Arahuan. Um, like, Yep, Arahuan. Yeah, they're like this. Yep. They're like this is some bottled water, and we put some cucumber in it, and it's thirty seven dollars. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, they're yeah, wild. My, uh, my my one of my partners moved over to um, Echo Park like right before the mm. pandemic, and um, I've definitely had a few peak like oh oh that's an LA stereotype for a reason. Oh yeah, uh, mm-hmm. experiences since going out over there, uh, like the experience of being in a coffee shop. Uh, that also serves like, or a bookstore at coffee shop that also serves beer and like mm-hmm. being in the back patio doing work and the people next to me are just like casually like reading the ethical slut and stuff. I was just like, yeah, this is, <laughs> this is big Echo Park vibes for sure. Oh my gosh. Sure. Big we'll go to, we'll go to Mo- Yeah. We'll go to Moon Juice afterwards. It's like right around the corner. <laughs> like. <laughs> I just wanted not to make this the the Los Angeles grocery store podcast, but I just went into the new <laughs> the new Whole Whole Foods in downtown LA, and I came in the wrong oh. entrance. I accidentally walked in through the tap room where they had all of these beers on tap, where you could How just hang out at Whole there? because the because the building is set up stupid. Okay, I just want to say that. <laughs> And uh, if you're wondering uh, uh, how they can have a Whole Foods in downtown LA where all the liquor is just out and you can grab it and take it to the front register, how can they do that in downtown LA? The answer is four security guards pacing this grocery store. It was wild. It was. Wow. It was a new trip. I was like, oh, look, tequila just there to grab it. And a man watching me look at the tequila. and He's just still, (laughs) okay, sir, I will pay for this. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, but it's really pretty and they have a tap room. Mm -hmm. I have been to one of those fancy Whole Foods with the tap rooms. Yeah. I, ha- I have I have been to one. It might be the same one you're talking about. It was um, in downtown. I went to I went to a, the, a fancy Whole Foods the day uh, the mayor was like, we're closing down due to COVID. And I <laughs> took so many pictures because I had to go pick up one vegetable to finish dinner that <sighs> the boyfriend was making. And I got off work and I and in my head I was like, I might not be going to work tomorrow. Ooh, we'll see. And then I didn't go to work for 16 months. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but I walk into the Whole Foods oh, and it was, I mean, it literally looked like it was under construction. Like all of the vegetables oh. were stripped clean. Like everyone was like, I need cauliflower because of the COVID. <laughs> um, it was, it was shockingly oh, wow. empty. But as I wandered around the store trying to find like a lentil or something, whatever the fuck I was trying to buy. I ended a up single lentil a single is what lentil. your boyfriend needed. Yes, <laughs> one lentil. But I saw I walked up to the tap room and there was a man standing behind the bar, just like with no customers. And I was like, "This is strange." <laughs> just like I yeah. wanted to be the one guy that was I like, mean, "One beer, sir." <laughs> yeah, I mean, peek behind the curtain. I work in beer distribution and I service grocery stores. So nice. Mm-hmm. I 
I'm familiar with what grocery stores looked like at the beginning of the pandemic because I was in them every day. But one of one of my I have one of the fancy Gelson's that has a a bar in it. Yeah. And like, yeah, my bar manager was like, Yeah, can you I guess like pick up the kegs that you have here? I was like, Maybe I'll ask. We don't really know what's going on either. It's, he's like, I don't think I'm gonna be pouring beer for a minute. I was like, probably not. I don't know. Fair enough. Um, Shit's weird. It's, wild. it's been wild. It's grocery wild. stores in the valley, though. You know what? I have realized we're pretty spoiled with grocery stores here in Los Angeles. We got Trader Joe's everywhere. We've There's got so John's. Many. We've got Vons. We've got a Gelson's that you ended up in on accident. I didn't want to be in Gelson's. Why am I here? We've got shout out to Sprouts. Sprouts out is to my Sprouts. jam. Sprouts, Sprouts is, is great. Uh, we've got Ralph's, which is owned by Kroger. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, they're still Texan, I guess. I'm, I'm really glad that I could, um, that my backdoor uh, strategy to turn this into a grocery store podcast. Yeah. Has it's worked. worked well. It's worked. It's worked. This is all a long game. I thought if I was just like, I want to talk about grocery stores, y'all would be like, nah, that's, that's not it. <laughs> no, our last my, episode my plan. <laughs> introduced that this podcast is going to focus a lot on parades. I think we should now maybe just incorporate grocery, grocery stores. stores? Yeah, just really veer away from pop culture, yeah. I think, yeah. and mm-hmm. focus well, on everyday actually, objects. This will be fun. <laughs> before b- before we wrap up and we do have some final thoughts on Cobra Kai, I want to ask the two of you a very important grocery store question. Okay. Yeah. Which Los Angeles Trader Joe's has the worst parking lot? The Studio Ooh. City one. Yeah, I was going to say that one too, actually. That one is garbage. I, I, I was going to say the Silver lot Lake. With but... Farms and Blue Bottle. And Sephora. Sephora. Yeah. Oh, it's this, the Silver Lake one across from the Gelson's. Yeah, the one that only has one way in and one way out. Oh, the Studio City one is way worse. You're so right. Yeah. You're so right. Also, the light is going to the Studio those? City one. <laughs> yeah. Everybody listening cares a lot, but like I I do go to that one every week. Hey, <laughs> if you if you think I there's the if you think lot. there's a Trader Joe's with the worst parking lot, email us at poptimistpod at gmail.com. Yeah. <laughs> We want to hear from you, the listeners. It's your opinion that keeps yeah. us going. I thought our old our old Trader Joe's across from our old apartment in Sherman Oaks was bad. Just because no, they were it's a joy. there every it's other a joy. day. There were accidents there a lot, but it, it's a joy to park at compared to Studio City. Yeah, Correct. it's simple. Yeah. Very wow. simple compared to just, you know, a few blocks down the road. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's yes. (laughs) Well, this is amazing. This is wild, (laughs) Elizabeth. Before we move on to the end of the show, is there any any final thoughts on Cobra Kai you want to share with us and share with the listeners? I just want people to watch this show because it's great. Yeah, like I think I'm going to watch it. I am not a reboot person. I was not enthused about it, but I like I got. I was like. Okay, I, I I get the hype, and it's very rare that I find that things live up to the hype once they've been, mm-hmm. you know, super yeah. talked up. But this one, I was like, nah, nah, I get it. Like, and it's it's because it's not trying too hard. It's just a fucking soap opera about kids who do karate and their mentors that. who are engaged in a thirty year rivalry. It's great. <laughs> That's, I mean, honestly, that it gives it. It manages to be something new that uh, has baked intention from the original and that makes it mm-hmm. funnier and darker. It's like, guys, you were teenagers in a karate tournament. You're grown men. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Take a deep breath. Move on. <laughs> well, Elizabeth, thank you for coming on the show. Um, um, as you may or may not know, at the end of the show, we like to play a game called What a Pitch. Uh, and What a Pitch is where we have our guest ask Dagny and I to pitch them a project based on whatever they want. It can be a book, a TV show, a movie, a video game, a concept album, a zine, uh, and then any genre. What? I know a zine. Remember zines from the 80s? No. I, we weren't born yet. 
Um, <laughs> okay. So, uh, uh, Elizabeth, I believe that Dagny goes first. No, I go first. You go first. So Dagny is going to be able to not hear anything. You are going okay, to... Okay, my volume down now. Yeah, get out of here. You are going to give me your prompt, and then I will have 30 seconds to pitch you, and then we'll have Dagny come in and we'll do that with her. Okay. So, I hope I'm doing this right. Uh, I, but I'm, I was looking at the thing that I have here with me on okay, my desk, okay. and it is my... My, my dice bag that is in the shape of Kirby. Okay. Uh, the round pink boy. Mm-hmm. And what I really want is a, a, a gritty Kirby reboot. Okay. I don't care what medium. Okay. Like, if you want to, I don't care what medium. I just want Kirby, but like, who's seen some shit. Okay. Um, I am worried because as children, Dagny was a Kirby <laughs> main on Super Smash Brothers. So she might okay. come in hot with this, but I'm, okay, 30 seconds on the clock. Three, uh-huh. two, one prestige anime series okay maybe just one (laughs) season maybe just eight episodes but i think it's important to note that kirby can swallow anything inside of him or them let's say them is an endless void i think kirby is an eldritch terror trying to maintain balance in the universe and be a force for good even though their true nature is to consume everything and it's about kirby resisting the urge to consume the planet earth the whole universe and all of existence because that's what he's meant to do but he's trying to be a hero time (laughs) i love it i love it kirby is entropy personified correct all right i'm gonna bring dagny back on and we'll see what she does (laughs) yeah dagny you're good this is uh this is this is for you is it oh no a little bit like the stakes are high (laughs) all right uh okay what's the what's the the good old prompt okay the thing i want Mm -hmm. is i want a some sort of kirby like reboot or property but i want it dark and gritty i don't care what medium any any medium movie (laughs) video game tv show whatever but it needs to be dark and gritty kirby like kirby who's seen some shit Oh, my moment has come. Okay. <laughs> um, so we're getting a franchise, and it's going to be, I don't know if you ever played Kirby's Air Ride, greatest video game ever, um, but we're having Fast and the Furious meets Transformers because Kirby can swallow things, so he can, like, swallow cars and turn into them, but he still, like, is pink, but it is just going to be, like, Fast and the Furious, but I, I like the part of Kirby's Air Ride where you have to find the pieces to make the vehicle and then you can like explode and do crazy shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really, it's just going to be an action franchise starring Kirby. And that's, even if I don't win, that I would it's watch that movie and yeah. I'm happy with it. Yeah. <laughs> Kirby's oh. Air Ride is such a good game. I told, I told Liz that you, were, uh, that you were a Kirby main in Super Smash What's Brothers it? growing up. This isn't mine, but there's a giant Kirby plushie oh. in oh, the right corner there. over there. I was, uh, I was telling Billy, here's my dice bag. Uh, I love Kirby. It's, it's my boy. Oh, he's, he's, he's so cute. He's I, also, I also just want to talk out, talk about that the reason Dagny was good with Kirby on Super Smash Brothers was because she hey. wasn't a gamer and she didn't play fighting <laughs> That's games. That's what Kirby is great for. And you all she would do like... is float, float, float until she was off screen and then turn into a rock and fall on people. And then <laughs> yep. float Look, I won a lot. She won so much because you think yeah. surely she won't do it an 18th time. <laughs> and then she does it an 18th time. It always time. worked. Yeah. It if, was... it's, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Correct. You know? Nope. And I still do it to this day. <laughs> I look, I respect it. Mm-hmm. My partner just got uh super smash brothers uh, ultimate for the mm-hmm. switch. Yep. Uh, and it rules. Um, oh yeah. The opening prompt I love because it's like, 
a multi-dimensional like god being has destroyed everything except Kirby. Only Kirby can save us. Mm-hmm. Yes. Was like my son, my round pink son will save us. Honestly, if if all they of the Super Smash Brothers superior. Yeah, if all of the Super Smash Bros characters exist in the same universe, I think the most terrifying superpowered overpowered one of them is Kirby. Completely indestructible. Yeah. They should all be afraid. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, he can swallow all any of them and take their power. That's what that's what I really <laughs> like. They added Sephiroth from Final Fantasy VII, and he's like this mm-hmm. terrifying murder machine, and Kirby just sucks him up and then gets his little silver hair. Just like my me. my my cover photo on Facebook right now is art someone did of like just floating Kirby, just like looking very deadpan, holding Sephiroth's sword with the Sephiroth hair. Because <laughs> um, I saw the artwork like right after they had added Sephiroth to Super Smash, I was like uh, making that my That's cover amazing. photo on Facebook. Thank you. Um, well, Liz, we do have to ask you if you can pick a winner of the two Kirby oh, pitches. Oh, they're both so yeah. good. You've given me like Kirby as an eldritch horror in a deep <gasps> internal struggle, but anime. Oh, mm-hmm. Or fun. Kirby as a like Fast and Furious Transformers <laughs> franchise. And like the energy for both are so good. <laughs> um, I th- like I, I would absolutely be about both of them. Um, I think... I think I'm going to go with Kirby the Eldritch Horror. Yes. Only Honestly, because, it sounds, only that because, sounds sick. <laughs> yeah. And like Fast and the Furious Transformers aren't as much my thing personally, but They're like my thing some like bonkers anime bullshit definitely is. Yeah, so, I'm, uh, I yeah. didn't hear Billy's, but honestly, it sounds more up my alley. I <laughs> have seen two Transformers movies and no Fast and the Furious movies. I just thought about the Air Ride game, and I was like, this I is know, I love it. We're going look, for it. I would watch either. And also, uh, if Nintendo, if you're listening, because we know they are, um, HD of remake of Kirby's Air Ride for the Switch, please and thank you. It's so it's such a good game. I, I love GameCube it. GameCube classic, baby. Yeah, um, one of the greatest my GameCube boy. games. I'm I'm happy to have won one after Dagny's been on a bit of a streak <laughs> lately. Ah, um, so this I is have. nice. And um, it hurts a little to lose when it's Kirby, but that's I'm okay. Saying, Billy did. It sounds like he did very well. <laughs> You'll like it. it You'll hear it when catch. you listen to it. Yeah, it was good. Well, before we wrap up, Elizabeth, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about your things? Why don't you get the yes. get the audience on board with your your yeah. awesome stuff? I do stuff. Um, <laughs> the easiest way to find all the things I've done is just go to elizabethnordenholtz.com. It's all there. Um, I have podcasts. Um, both have kind of been on a hiatus because making content during a pandemic is hard. So like, yep. kudos to, to you for <laughs> doing it. Uh, we've been struggling and that's fine. They're all going to be coming back. Um, yeah. Your fave is problematic is like my main one, my longest running one. Um, I don't want to say it's like the antithesis to y'all show because I do think we're actually pretty positive. Yeah. But we do talk about problematic faves, but the thing is a lot of times they are genuinely our faves. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. you know, we're, we, but you know, we want to be responsible about the media we consume. So, uh, you know, sometimes also like sometimes it's just fun to drag a thing cause it sucks. Yes. Um, oh yeah. And it's irredeemable. Those are really fun too. But uh, yeah. So your fave is problematic um go learn about all your problematic faves i have another one called fmk all day which is just 15 minutes fuck mary kill it's real weird i can't (laughs) emphasize how not safe for work it is it's very not safe for work um (laughs) that is a thing uh the bojack horseman podcast i mentioned earlier uh will be announced tbd uh i'll post about it on twitter i'm at the loveliest liz on twitter but uh, it will be called beating a sad horse 
Um, my co-host was moving and he needed to take a break from recording, but we're hoping to have season one up and ready to go really soon. So yeah. um, those are the main things. I stream sometimes. I don't know. Follow me on Twitter at the loveliest Liz. I post my shit there. Yes. Woohoo. Your fave is problematic. Uh, that's the Ooh. one. I mean, that's the one that I know the best, but very cool. Yeah, that's that's like the the main one, so to speak. Very cool. <laughs> that's the one most people know. <laughs> well, cool. Awesome. Elizabeth, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for hanging yeah, out and doing a posthumous yeah. with us. Um, <laughs> At 9 p.m. on a Monday night. We're just crushing to tell everybody who, it's, what time it's, it is. It's chill. No worries. Yeah. Give some perspective. Um, and watch um, Cobra Kai, all right? I mean, yeah, they've, watch they've, I think you. I'm going to. They've made I'm it. Begging, they, yeah. they got that Netflix money, but I'm still, I'm very proud of them. Um, mm-hmm. And don't forget to buy your tickets to, to Poptimist Live, July 18th. Check yes, it out. July 18th, Poptimist Live. Um, and if you have any questions, and or would like us to say anything on the show email us at poptimistpod at gmail.com uh also if you have questions i guess in general for bright if just if because i don't know it might be confusing we'll do our best to make it very simple to understand but you can dm or dm us or email us um yeah and follow our instagram for all the updates but yeah baby wow billy i'm struggling I, I know. Mean, <laughs> I, oh, I, I want you to keep. I want you to keep doing that outro though, because I see. I, I see you slowly. You falling looked apart. at me, <laughs> and as soon as you gave me a look, I was like, "Oh, I'm not doing well." Um, the outro is my only job, so <laughs> <laughs> that and booking part. guests, which I didn't even book Liz today. <laughs> you did that for me. <laughs> this has been Poptimist. I'm Dagny. That's Billy. That's Billy. Liz, thank you so much for being here. I can't believe that I am falling apart this much. But everybody say goodbye. 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 Bye. Good and night. And remember, if you, are, if you are heterosexual, you don't get to have an opinion about Luca. I just want to double down on that. Do not talk to me about Luca. Okay? All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>